You are now listening to Random Ramblings with Rob. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yeah! What up, everybody? This your boy, B-Rob, and I'm back with another edition of the Random Rams with Rob podcast. First and foremost, i like to thank you, the listener, for coming back each and every week or however you listen to podcasts. If you're a first-time listener, I appreciate you oh so much for giving my show a try. And if anybody referred you to me, uh, as I always say, give them a crisp high five. Well, if you're in the vicinity, of course, but if you're not, you can do it virtually, whether it be Skype Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, or any other of those places where I reside over social media. So give them that virtual high five and like you do the the boom, boom, clap like <laughs> Kofi used to do. <laughs> and um, with me, I have a guest as per usual for these episodes, but um, it's just weird. You know, the internet is a, a weird and awesome place at the same time. Um, is the vastness of technology has it from how has it changed from since me being a child uh, all the way up until current day and whatnot. Um, y'all all out here doing these 10 year challenges, showing yourself from 10 years ago and current day and whatnot. And I can remember uh, technology about 10 years ago. And um, if we did a side by side with that, we have some uh, very different looking um, outlooks and whatnot. But with the internet, we have the ability to look into these windows, I call it, like especially on Instagram. I feel like I'm looking into somebody's window all the time. And this particular window happened to be open and I took a peek inside and I seen a young man uh, performing his craft in a um, very unique way. I mean, some others have done the same thing, but he has his own unique twist to it. And it interests me. It piqued my interest. One, because I'm a fan of professional wrestling. Two, I like the musics. So if you put the music and the professional wrestling together, they are kind of synonymous. But when you put a little flair and pizzazz and some boom and some bap to it, man, make me want to get up on my chair and dance right now. But I ain't. But what I will do is introduce my guest. My guest this evening is Josiah Williams. How are you, sir? Man, I am fantastic. How you doing? Man, I'm out of breath right now from doing all that <laughs> hey, talking. That, I will say that was a, a grand intro, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, like I said, I, I came across you on Instagram. Uh, I heard the, first I heard the music and I was like, oh, somebody, you know, doing like a video to some wrestling interests or whatever. Then I heard the lyrics. I was like, wait a minute. Those words don't go with that music. And then I was like, oh, this dude, he doing something, you know, crazy. This is unique. I was like, some of the stuff that I heard you flow over, hit my mic stand. I heard you flow over. It didn't seem like when I heard those, um, those songs originally, it didn't seem like they needed words to it until I heard you put words to it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's, that was always kind of the idea of like, take something that we listen to constantly especially in professional wrestling um you know this is what tells the story before the wrestler even starts getting in the ring you know mm-hmm. um to kind of take that and put a fun twist on it so yeah it was it's been fun yeah so speaking of uh telling the story before the uh, wrestler even gets in the ring let's jump back a little bit uh for you uh, i've read a little bit and from what it seems as far as uh, musically you've always been interested in the music is like you were kind of brought up into that uh, atmosphere and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, um, so I grew up in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I went to schools that offered, you know, art and music and dance, um, public schools. 
And that was always my thing. I was always interested in, in theater and drama. Um, I grew up very much so interested and used to the arts. Uh, so going off into college, I kind of started my musical career, did a few, you know, mixtapes mm -hmm. and fun little things like that. Uh, started dropping actual projects like EPs and albums. Mm -hmm. And then um, it led me into finding other ways to utilize that creativity, uh, which created the opportunity for Wrestling Flow. Yeah. Um, from what I understand from the little bit that I've read and everything, it's just like you are one of the fortunate ones. I, I spoke with a young lady uh, the other day by the name of Alicia Atute. I always got to say it like that because it's funny and that's a real name, Atute. Um, yeah. And she's another young lady that found her passion for what she does currently early. And I believe that's doubly for you because you found it at a very young age. And um, whenever it came to you or whatever, because I feel like you always find where you're meant to be. Um, how did you take it? You know. Um. So <clears throat> initially, my goal was to go to you know New York and go to Juilliard and be this superstar actor and live out this dream of trying to be the next you know Denzel Washington. Mm -hmm. And. I got in college and that kind of shifted a little bit. Um, I wanted to be able to kind of give back and and be a teacher for a little while. Yeah. Uh, not necessarily in schools, but kind of in community centers and things like that. Um, but getting into music. So I've always been into poetry. Yeah. And that was my thing in high school. Like I would write poems and, and, and mostly keep them to myself, kind of share them a little bit, but mostly keep them to myself. Um, and then entered the world of lyrics right after that. Um, and it was just a hobby. It was something that I felt like was just for fun for a little while. Um, but being exposed to so many other artists and people who were doing it professionally, I'm like, man, I think I can kind of do this. Like, and I was, you know, there's always that nervousness of like, I don't know if I'm capable. I don't know if people are going to like it or not, yeah. but you get to the point where it's just, you know, I'm going to try this and I'm going to go for it. And that's what it was for me. It was, yes, it was the exposure. Um, and yes, it was kind of the interest, but it was more so of like, I'm going to take a risk and see what happens. Okay. And you speak of the poetry or whatever. I mean, you've been doing your craft now for a while. Um, when mm -hmm. it comes to writing poetry and writing lyrics, is there any uh, defining characteristics between the two? Like what makes one different from the other? Or is it all the same to you? Um, no, I think it's different. I mean, and I, it's funny that you say that because I just went back home to Milwaukee recently and did a, a workshop at the the theater that I used to do a lot of acting, you know, in plays. Uh, there's a show that they're doing right now, which is heavily rooted in spoken word and poetry. Um, and I explained to them the difference of, you know, poetry for the most part is is written um, and, and when you write it, it's, it's the idea of, I'm going to read this from paper. Spoken word is more so written with an audience in mind. Mm -hmm. So I'm not just writing this for me. I'm writing this so that it can be spoken out and heard. Um, there's going to be a, a cadence to it. There's going to be some patterns. There's going to be some intentionality. Um, and lyrics to me, at least as a hip hop artist, you know, it's structured so differently than poetry. Mm -hmm. Um, it's still telling that story. And for me, it's, you know, always still going to be fun and truthful, but you're trying to get that rhyme. You're trying yeah. to get a punchline. You're trying to, you're trying to get people like really excited with something. Um, so yeah, I feel like there's a difference between the three. Okay. Cool beans. Now, what made you want to go pun intended all in on, <laughs> on hip hop? <laughs> um, I guess, well, which way do you want me to answer that? In in my own music or with the professional wrestling, wrestling flow project? Well, just in music in general, because um, what also that I come to find out or whatever that you don't do like, I guess, I don't know to call it traditional hip hop or whatever, but you do uh, religious rap or gospel rap or, you know, Christian mm -hmm. rap or whatever. So. That took me aback because I was like, oh, man, he do the wrestling stuff. And I go look up your catalog and everything. I was like, oh, it's under, you know, Christian hip hop or whatever. I was like, oh, I wasn't ready for that. But I listened to it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, nothing against it. It was just like I wouldn't I didn't I wasn't ready for that. You know, it's not nothing that I listen to normally and to see it and have it presented to me. It was just like, oh, I, I didn't mm -hmm. expect that. 
I get that. Yeah, it's it's different. Um, I think I think it was a few different things. First of all, I had a lot of friends who um, were so confident in their artistry mm. growing up. Um, they just when they wanted to do something, they would just go out and do it. Um, and I wasn't like that for a while, you know, even in the beginning of my hip hop career, which it was just traditional hip hop for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed recording and being behind the scenes and I was afraid to get on the stage. Yeah. I was like, I don't know if this is really my thing. I don't want to perform. I just want you to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I realized that's not going to last. Like you can't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Many people were like, that's a, that's a 1% thing. Um, so I started kind of being exposed to that. Then I realized the next step, you know, I can't just be in my closet making these songs and then putting them on the internet. Like people have to either I have to, or someone else has to mix it and master it and get that craft really done right. Um, and then just taking it seriously. So I feel like there were just a bunch of different steps. Yeah. Um, and then once people started to listen and once people said that, yeah, Hey man, you, you've got something, you're on the right path. Um, that's when I decided, you know what, I'm going to really do something with this. Um, and then switching over from, I guess the 30 second version of switching from traditional hip hop to Christian hip hop. I was at church one day. Um, actually, let me go back even a little bit further. So I kind of made the switch my senior year of college to just stop using profanity in my music. Okay. Um, a big part of that was just how I wanted to present myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I thought about people, you know, like, you know, if you listen to a Michael Jackson song, whether you're three or 93, you're most likely going to like it yeah. because he made music that everyone can possibly enjoy. You know, he wasn't just making music for this group of people or that group of people. He made it for everybody. Yeah. Um, so it was a mix of how I wanted to present myself and also making music available for everyone. Um, and then I took it a step further after hearing my pastor just with this sermon that he did. Um, and he was talking about how, you know, if you're on a, if you're on a road, and you're trying to get from point A to point B, but you kind of drift off to a different direction. Um, you can get lost. Yeah. But you have this GPS that can bring you back to where you're supposed to be. And that's kind of like what our life is like as Christians. We're like, man, you know, we we figured out at some point we messed up people. Yeah. <laughs> and we, <laughs> we are like, but we need Jesus. And that's kind of what it was. And um, I'm like, that's an album. That's a that's a song. And I took that and kind of ran with it. Um, but it was in that moment that I decided, man, I'm just going to go straight on Christian hip hop. Um, okay. it's a, a lane that at least in my area where I'm living in, a lot of people don't do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wanted to find a way to kind of stand out with my music. And that was, that was really it for me. Yeah. Um, I listened to the most recent album, um, that you released with the AJ Styles track and all that stuff on there. And yeah. it's, it's, um, it's a good blend. You know, it's not too because like I haven't listened to a lot of the um, I, I, I don't know the proper term for it. I keep wanting to say gospel rap or Christian rap or, you know, yeah, that's the, fine. <laughs> yeah. so um, I haven't listened to a lot of it. I mean, most of what I've heard of that is from like freaking movies. And yeah. um, I think the only artist that I really know that has really immersed, you know, have really came from out of that is uh, Lecrae. So I, I have a couple of his albums and everything. And then every now and then I go to church and then they have some guy come up there. It has the, the, all the, the tropes of a gospel song going on and he out here rapping. I was like, Whoa, where'd this come from? I wasn't ready for that either. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready to praise and sway my hands and everything. And he just like, you spitting bars on the stage. <laughs> but, um, it takes a talent, you know, to do what you're doing to, you know, eliminate the cuss words. And, it's, yeah. you know, it makes you more creative to come up with different ways to use your mind and create these lyrics and whatnot. And I can really appreciate that. Even um, what what his name was, uh, Chameleonaire. He did a CD uh, back mm-hmm. in the day. I forget the name of it. No cuss words, no use another N word. And I and when I heard that CD, it blew my freaking mind. And it, I think it even went platinum. So, I mean, if you can if you want to do it, you can do it, you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's possible. And I mean, we see that with different areas of, you know, sportscasters and mm-hmm. people, you know, in different fiel- fields of entertainment, like in comedy, uh, it's possible. Uh, yeah. Just stick to what you do and try to make people enjoy it. Yeah. What blew my mind most recently 
is um Simbad was within that uh, group of individuals that would do comedy and didn't curse. I never heard him curse in my life, except for most recently in the year of 2018, I seen a commercial with him in a sitcom or whatever. He bald now, and he said the D word on on camera, and I was like. Simbad, no. <laughs> got, right, they, what happened? What happened? <laughs> they got to you, man. They got him. <laughs> but the uh, the Russell and flow things and everything. Mm-hmm. What what? You, all right, you got your lane. You're all right. I do hip hop. You know, I'm not satisfied with where I am now. You know, this isn't really a accurate representation of me. I still want to do the music. Switch over to re- <laughs> religious rap. I don't know. Uh, and then um. <laughs> You know, you, you are you defining yourself in that lane right there, and now you want to combine your love of music with your other passion. I assume if you're rapping about it, professional wrestling. <laughs> yeah. how, how did that all come to be? Um, so it was an idea that I've had for a very long time that I never really did, um, and it got to the point, first of all, where it's like, if you're gonna do it, just do it. Exactly. And I just decided one day to just try it out. Um, but it was also that point where, you know what, I've just dropped an album and I, I feel like I'm at a point where I need to sit back for a minute, mm-hmm. uh, and not just keep trying to release music cause it won't be good. I know just how I work. It wouldn't be, it wouldn't be that good. Yeah. Uh, so I needed some time, but I still wanted to be creative, still wanted to talk about something different. Um, professional wrestling is something that I watch, you know, multiple times a week, mm-hmm. um, and I felt like I could still be creative in that aspect. Um, I tell people all the time, you know, a lot of musicians that are where they are now got started by doing just YouTube covers, um, little fun things like that. And I figured there's a there's a way to kind of do that, but not really in hip hop, um, because I can't cover somebody else's rap song. That's yeah. sound boring. Um so try something new and, you know, combining that that art of professional wrestling and that art of music. Um, it just I don't know. The first time that I did it, I was like, I, I think I got something here. Like, this is new and I'm ready for it. OK. Um, we already went back there, like your love of music and, you know, being in church and everything as a young child kind of shaped you to where you are today. Um, when was your first memories of professional wrestling? Um, I would say like middle school ish for me. Um, I, I mean, I've always known what professional wrestling was, uh, you know, growing up in the nineties, people were always talking about different things and, and I wasn't really into it at that time because I was too yeah. young. Um, but, and the video games that my friends had, uh, seeing them play as the rock and as Kane <laughs> and Stone Cold, I'm like, that's, that looks fun. I can't do that at home. Yeah. So, <laughs> that looks cool. Um, but for me, middle school was post attitude era. So this is like Batista, John Cena, Rey Mysterio, JBL, yeah. um, Eddie Guerrero, Shawn Michaels, you know, we're, it's a different time. Um, but that's what it was for me of like seeing, Batista come out to I Walk Alone and, yeah. and and seeing the rise of John Cena, seeing uh you know the end of Eddie Guerrero's career, which was huge for me. Um, that's what really got me into wrestling. Sweet. Now, um, we talked about many different things as far as um, the change in all your music and everything. First, it was you finding the music, then you becoming the music. You know, doing a hip hop album and whatnot, then switching it up to. Uh, religious rap and <laughs> now here we are you know in your newer venture with um the Russell and flow series and anything i mean that's like four different transitions within the same lane um have you seen any difference between those tr- different transitions or whatever as far as uh, like people you know digging your stuff like all right you did the hip-hop stuff like just the normal traditional stuff um how was your fan base or how did you feel that uh, you were perceived in those different areas? Yeah. Um, I think each area is different. Um, the beginning of my, I guess, musical career in hip hop, a lot of people um, weren't exactly feeling it in the beginning. Uh, a few years later, as I started to really develop my craft, I think that was probably at its peak. Mm. Um, I got to open for Chance the Rapper and a few other artists and it was great. Um, 
a lot of open doors, a lot of opportunities. And then I switch, right? Yeah. I, com- I completely switch over. Um, and I start to see people start to back off a little bit. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, look, man, I like your music, but I ain't, I ain't trying to go to church when I listen to your music, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that, I mean, it changed a lot. But at the same time, there was a new audience for me. So now I have the ability to go into a church mm-hmm. um, or, or go into a community center, go into a bar. It doesn't matter where it is mm-hmm. and, and give a different sound. Um, so although I, I had that drop off, I think it picked up maybe two or three times just because it's, I think it created that avenue for myself. Yeah. Um, and then now it's even more because I have two different, completely different audiences. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> here I have the, you know, the 60 year old grandma at church who wants her kids to listen to the Christian rap music and all of her grandkids and everybody's liking it. Um, and even some of the people my age, you know, of course, still loving it. And then you have this entirely different audience of people who love wrestling. Yes. Uh, and there's, you know, there are the people who are just dedicated to specific superstars. There are the people who are dedicated to specific promotions and companies. Yeah. Like there are so many subgroups, but everyone still in the end loves music. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think now it's at, you know, it's the highest it's ever been for sure. Okay. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, we speak about the professional wrestling community. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not going to lie. We, they can be a little bit fickle, you know, when it comes to certain <laughs> things or whatever. Yeah. To, to quote Mr. Brian. Yes, um, that's right. <laughs> but it's just like, I've never seen so many people say they hate something, but turn up every week to watch it so they complain about it. That's I, right. I, I, I never <laughs> understood that. And um, with professional wrestling in itself or whatever, it's just like a whole nother planet, man. It's just when they all right, do social media. I mean, and you do music. So I, I imagine that you deal with, you know, all facets of social media as well, because you got to promote yourself. You got to get things out there, promote dates, all this stuff. So right. what I find is. I do the show. I, I I talk to any and everybody, you know, from music to wrestling to freaking artists, adult stars, all kind of stuff. I talk to everybody. Yeah. And I find that in my three years of doing this, this show, all the different people I've talked to, all the different things that I post across social media, I get no higher than when I post something about professional wrestling and I don't understand it because <laughs> like if you go out to all right you walk on the street right now anywhere in the city and you roll up on just about 10 people or whatever and you ask them about professional wrestling out of that 10 people I feel like maybe four or know like a lot about it and then the rest will be like oh I used to watch it back in the day and then yeah. some of them will just be like I don't even know what are you talking about right now you talking about Olympic stuff <laughs> you know right right <laughs> but it's just like the people who are into it they all in on it or whatever it's just like they just lose their freaking mind and i don't understand it <laughs> man professional wrestling fans are dedicated yeah. dedicated it's kind of like you know i think i would argue that that reality tv show fans like you know real housewives of whatever fans, i don't like that <laughs> <laughs> same way Beyonce fans are the same way. Like there are specific groups. I would imagine like older people who watch, not even older, probably some younger people who watch soap operas. It's kind of the same thing. Like wrestling fans are serious. (laughs) Now, um, since you do like the wrestling flow and whatnot, I mean, have you encountered any crazed professional wrestling fans and whatnot? (laughs) Um, yeah, yeah. I think mostly positive. Um, I was really scared when I first that when I posted the first two. I'm like, look, I don't know how this is gonna go. I might get chewed up and spit out real quick. Um, and that didn't really happen. Um, a lot of people really embraced it from the beginning. And even now, like there are some, there are a few dedicated followers who you know keep up with every single thing that I post. Um, and I, w- I always tell people like they watch wrestling way more than I watch it. Yeah. And I watch a lot of wrestling, but they watch it way more than I do. Um, so I learn a lot just from the people that follow me because, you know, 
they're as you call them you know they're crazy wrestling fans but they know their stuff and mm-hmm. <laughs> it's interesting yeah so you speak of uh, opening doors through your music and whatnot, you know, and this is another chapter in your music career with um, the wrestling flow stuff and whatnot. So what has changed in this next level, in this next evolution of Josiah Williams? <laughs> um, That's a really good question, man. I, I think I'm much more aware of where I want to go with my music um, and with my career in general. I think I'm also much more aware that that opportunities will create themselves if you're dedicated to what you're passionate about. Um, you know, I never expected this to even get to where it is right now. Um, so even just thinking about where it could be a year from now, uh, six months from now, like yeah. things are possible. Um, and people, once you find that one thing that people really like, um, it's worth it. it even the eight years of trying to figure out what you're going to do, um, I think I've finally gotten to the point where I'm confident with my music um, on either side, whether it's Christian hip hop or, you know, wrestling theme songs that I remix. It doesn't matter. I feel like I'm really confident with that. Um, And the last thing I would say is just being open to learning and trying different things, because obviously WWE isn't the only thing and yeah. Japan, New Japan pro wrestling is not the only thing, mm-hmm. you know, ring of honor is not the only thing. There are so many different, promotions and there are so many different styles of wrestling out there for me to talk about um, and learn about so just keeping an open mind being dedicated and accepting all challenges so are you excited to um, be remixing some new music that may come out of the new aew property (laughs) 100 percent. yes that's gonna be that's exciting man it's really cool yeah i just wanted to pick your brain on that or whatever when you first heard of um what was going on with the uh, bucks and cody rose and everything trying to start this promotion what were your initial thoughts so i think i first heard of it last year um when they filed you know the trademark for yeah. it or copyright um i didn't think too much of it then i thought you know it could be something big um but we'll see what happens when there's an actual announcement you know, half a year later or whenever it was, um, they said that they were going to make a big announcement at the beginning of 2019. Yeah. Um, I'm like, okay, they're, they're taking this seriously. Yeah, <laughs> like, this I is know. great. Um, after watching, not even after watching the, the press conference, after they announced it on the first, I thought that this was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't get into the mindset of like, oh, well, now I only have to support this or only have to support that. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be cool for all of wrestling because, one, everybody's going to be talking regardless of, you know, whether they're talking about this company or that company, this person or that person. The conversations will just be flourished this year. Yeah. Um, but it creates some competition. It creates some fun, mm-hmm. uh, you know. In the hip hop world, you know, whatever year that was where Kendrick Lamar on the on Big Sean song, you know, he starts calling out these rappers. Yeah, and, control. You know, <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. He wasn't he wasn't necessarily being negative. He wasn't yeah. trying to, you know, go out and start shooting people like he was creating competition. He was fostering mm-hmm. some competition. Um, and that's how I see this of like there's actually room for it. And there's room for AEW to do some very different things than what other companies and what other products offer. Um, so it's an exciting time, man. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. And um, we spoke about this on my uh, wrestling podcast and uh, we were just like, AEW can just be great if it didn't mm-hmm. like directly, you know, if they didn't come out the gate and just be like, oh, we straight up going to take down WWE or whatever. Just be your own thing. Stay over yeah. here. Do AEW stuff. Don't even look over this way in this direction. <laughs> and then you're going to see my camera in a little bit because I'm on a delay. But um, <laughs> just do AD, do AEW stuff. Do what's best for AEW. And just don't even worry about what's going on over there. And I, I yeah. feel they'll do great. I think they have an advantage, too, of, you know, it's something that's literally brand new, fresh start. Um, I think with some of the things that they were talking about in the press conference, of uh, you know, equal pay, mm-hmm. wins and losses, mm-hmm. uh, different structures of matches, uh, the people that they're bringing in together, they they have the ability to not even reference or look at anything else because what they're trying to promote from the beginning is different than what most other people are offering. Yeah. And I almost feel like they're um, 
YouTube series, the Being the Elite or whatever, it's, it, it almost started all this. You know, I mean, well, I believe it did start all this. I mean, pretty much all the players that you've seen on Being Elite had some kind of affiliation or something to do with AEW. And right. I just think that's freaking amazing or whatever. Not only all the things that you were speaking about earlier, most importantly, as for people, this creates jobs and for everybody to have a job, you know, that's fucking I'm oop. I, I cuss my bad. That's freaking great. <laughs> you're good. You're good. <laughs> it's great though. I mean, like you said, it, it, it literally creates a brand new environment um, for people to look at and it's going to be, man, I, I literally get goosebumps just thinking about what the end of 2019 would be like, because now it's, it's completely unpredictable. Yeah. Like, you have no idea. And then we get back to those crazy wrestling fans again, that actually hate the idea of AEW. So <laughs> there are a few of those. Yes, there are definitely a few of those. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it is just like it is. anything. You see it. <laughs> All right. Um, to your album, The True Gold, um, mm-hmm. I, I went through some of the tracks and everything. And um, some of them spoke to me, you know, the number one contender. I think that's like the first track after the end of the intro and whatnot. When mm-hmm. I heard when I hear this. You know, it reminded me of a freaking fight montage or whatever. I, I can I can see like Rocky running down the street or something or whatever. You know, that's that's the kind of feel that it, it gave me or whatever. So I was like, I was ready to go yeah. hit the bag or something and do some push-ups and just get it going, you know? <laughs> and then um That was the, the the idea of that too, of like let's let's start this album high energy and get them to feel you know, this is a professional wrestling project. Let's do that. Yeah. And then um, I look at title shot and it goes back to some of the things that you were speaking about before, you know, struggling to find your way and whatnot. And um, just, you know, you how you feel about yourself and your music and whatnot. That's kind of what I took away from that. And then um, we got trade the world, which, um, you know, feeling like, you know, I know I'm good at this and then there's other people out there that's probably not as good as me or I feel that it is not as good as me or I'm better than them and you know not in a negative sense but like how come they're getting the shine I'm not getting the shine and um, just you know tr- still trying to keep it together and do what you're doing and you know stay true to yourself and be unique and then um, what else we got um, I think that's the- yeah go, oh, ahead. go ahead go ahead no you good go ahead that so yeah man a couple of those songs like especially trade the world man because that's that's something that i was really thinking about um i've always in my mind you know been a very humble individual of like man i take whatever life gives me and you know whatever happens happens but even even the most humble person can still experience like jealousy and even the most humble person can still feel like man why am i not getting the opportunities that Mm-hmm. other people are getting whether i feel like i'm better than them or whether i know for a fact yeah they are better than me like um and that was something that i really wanted to to get out and you know by the end of the song just sharing like man i'm human yeah. um and i i don't want to feel this way i want to i want to be confident in what i do and i want to work harder for what i got so yeah yeah and you know i kind of when hearing those words and whatnot, I kind of felt you, man, because it's the same thing. I've been doing this podcast for so long. I feel like I, pr- I produce a good product and whatnot. And I hear people that are freaking, you know, sound like they talking into a trash can and <laughs> all this other <laughs> stuff. They're not, you know, getting guests or they just like all kind of ambient noise in the background, sound like planes flying through their house and all kind of other crazy junk. And I'm just like, right they got more followers than me. They got more press than me. And I was like, I don't understand it. <laughs> but and, uh, and realizing at the end of the day, it's like, okay, so I can think, I can think about this, right? Why, why are they doing, you know, why are they getting more attention? Or it's like, if, are they doing something better than I am? Like mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I can be upset about it or I can really analyze it and try to be better yeah. by myself. Like, it doesn't matter what I feel. They're going to get the attention that they get. You know, I have to take responsibility and, you know, elevate myself to a different level um, and just work harder. Yeah. And then not conforming to, you know, <laughs> the thing that you hate, I guess. <laughs> right. Right. Don't be a hater. <laughs> <laughs> Do I hate the thing that I'm becoming the thing I hate? 
that's real. That's that's a very real thing to think about, man. Yeah. So trade the world more and more, and um, my better half. Just like those three songs were back to back on the album, I believe. And um, it was just like it took from the beginning to where, like I said, I was like, yeah, I'm about to go kick in some doors and, you know, elbow drop some people or whatever. Then it just kind of <laughs> like, skirt, hold on, bring it down some. And then we come out yeah. on the other side with rematch going into AJ Styles and all the other stuff. And you brought it back up. Was it intentionally structured like that? Yeah, yeah. It's definitely intentionally structured, man. A lot of my favorite albums are even structured like that. Um, you know, you get you get one genre or you get one type of energy, um, and then in the middle of the album, it kind of shifts to something different. And then by the end of the album, you either go back to it or it gives you something completely different as well. Um, I don't know. I like to give, and when I say, you know, like I said at the beginning, I like to make music for everybody. So when I do that, you know, I want to literally make music for everybody. So if I give you an album, you know, there's at least going to be one song that I hope you would like. <laughs> yeah. Um, to speak of uh, more and more or whatever is from what I'm remembering of it is whatever you was talking kind of about your, your conflict with your, um, you know, keeping the faith in your religion and whatnot and um, just some other things. Um, just the whole overarching, like the, the tracks on the, the album or whatnot. How did you go about, you know, putting all these together and how did these, you know, songs and lyrics come to you? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so for those who don't know, the album is called The True Gold. Uh, it came out last year um, and it follows kind of the journey of wanting to be the best, wanting to be a champion, wanting to be this great person um, and realizing like, man, I, I can't be that. Like mm -hmm. I can I can reach for that. Um, and I can fight for it as much as I want to, but the thing that I want more than anything else, you know, I'm likely not to receive that. Yeah. Um, you know, that's just not how life works. You can't just wake up one day and want to be the CEO. Like you can't just be the CEO. Um, at least not right away, not that specific day. Mm -hmm. Um, and I get so caught up sometimes in the things that I want that I kind of forget about the things that I truly need. Yeah. Uh, and that's what the whole album is like. Yes, you can. You can work hard and get to be that CEO and you can work hard and get to be, you know, the star athlete or the star musician that you want to be, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. uh, but you can't just rely on that by itself. Yeah. Um, and for me, it's like, man, I have this talent that God gave me and I'm not even really being appreciative of that. Yeah. Um, so how can I find a way to grow and to be better, but at the same time to honor the, the God, God who gave me this talent that, you know, I have. Yeah, and it's sometimes with um people in their faith or whatever, it's just it gets to points to where you um you only call upon whenever you're doing bad and whatever, and whenever you up and you're doing good or whatever, you don't say nothing. You don't even say thank you or give a nod or nothing like that. So Right. Right. It's it's uh you know, people are like that sometimes and but you gotta be consistent. If you gonna praise them when you're down, you gotta praise them when you're up. So Yeah, yeah. And that's something that I think about now. Even you know, I'm not really working on a whole lot, um, you know, other than just trying to keep creating new opportunities for myself. Yeah. But even in this moment, I'm thinking about like, man, I haven't really been as thankful as I should be. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So um, <laughs> I was thinking about a, a couple weeks ago, like imagine having the amount of money. Who are we watching? We were watching uh, Harry Potter. <laughs> and uh, my wife was like, how much money do you think J.K. Rowling has, like the, the author of Harry Potter? How much money do you think she has? We looked her up. Her net worth is a billion dollars. I mean, that would be great to have a billion dollars. But mm -hmm. think about like you, you really wouldn't even need anything at that point. Yeah. Like it would be nice to attain that. But I'm, I'm kind of scared of getting to the point where I don't even have to like, you know, really fight for anything anymore because it's just so easy to get it. Yeah, uh, and I don't want to get to that. I don't want to have that mindset of like, man, I don't need God because I do. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it's just like I even think about those moments. It's just like I believe that if I continue to do what I'm doing and try to be better at it and you know be consistent, that you know I'll get what's coming to me. And, right. You know to right. think about even that situation which you were speaking about having all that money, you know, and being able to have everything at your whim. Um, I think about what can I do for others in that instance? Cause like, 
I know plenty of talent people. A lot of people have been on this show or whatever. And I know I, I see a little bit of potential in them. They just need help. And those and that's kind of where I want to go. You know, like yeah. Sir John Lee. He's an artist that's been on the show multiple times. As a matter of fact, I'm going to talk to him tomorrow. And he has it. You know, I tell everybody that I talk to, he has it. I know he does. I mean, he makes his own. He does everything himself. Yeah. And there's a lot to be said about somebody who can do all that stuff. And I, I just don't feel he's appreciated like he should be. Mm-hmm. And if I had the means to, I would put all kinds of money behind this dude. Because yeah. and, and it is not for even a return for me. It's because, I mean, he put something out in the world that I believe everybody should hear, you know, and it's just it's reaching out there but it's just it's just need a little extra push you know yeah yeah for those instances or whatever that's what i would use my platform and my money for that's kind of now you know i'm come this is three years that i've been doing this now and i'm just figuring that out that that's what i want to do i want this platform to get big enough to where you know somebody come on and be like oh man you heard that dude on rob show yeah yeah, yeah. man i'm gonna have to check him out dog you know that that's all i really want you know <laughs> Well, even right now, I'll let you know. I'll check out Sir John Lee after this. <laughs> oh, man. If you want, I'll give you the dude phone number. Y'all can connect. Y'all can make some things. Because, um, matter of fact, I can give you a list of the um, episodes he's been on. Because he comes from a similar background of uh, faith and religion, too. His family is real religious. And he goes on to make his own brand of hip-hop as well. And he Ooh. speaks about all these things. That's kind of like how you were speaking about as well. So, I believe y'all will hit it off, man. It's similar origin stories and whatnot. <laughs> That's cool. Wait, well, hey, well, let's do it. Let's talk. Yeah. But um, before I let you go, my man, um, mm-hmm. 2018 has uh, came and it's already gone. We're in 2019. It almost feels like the Avengers will be here before we know it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm looking forward to that. Yes. Oh, man. You have no idea. I've been waiting. I mean, what Marvel been around doing this cinematic universe for 10 years. I feel like I've been waiting 10 years just for this moment. <laughs> right. But um, what would I ask this of all artists, any, anybody that comes on the show that does anything creative, where do you see yourself in two to five years or where would you like to be in two to five years? Um, I've been thinking a lot about that. Um, so last year at this point, if you were to ask me that, I would have told you, um, that I would have been back in school mm-hmm. and for my master's and attending a seminary and that option is still on the table, but I'm still kind of debating that. Um, I would say within five years, I would want to be working for a company, um, where I'm able to be creative, be expressive um and utilize this gift of music and i say that very generally because you know i think there is the aspect or the opportunity to do it in a church i think there's an opportunity to do it in a community center Mm -hmm. but now i realize that i can probably do this in a professional wrestling company um so i don't know I I would, you know, obviously jump at the opportunity to work for WWE, AEW, mm-hmm. Ring of Honor, you know, whatever it is. Um, but I think I'm as equally excited to do the exact same thing, um, you know, in a church, in a community center. So I, I will just say I want to be utilizing my gifts for the betterment of somebody else yeah. in the next two to five years. Sweet. And um, with all that comes a great responsibility, man, with acclaim and just, you know, the upper status of celebrity. Are you ready for that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think if that happens, you know, I, nothing really changes for me uh, as far as like my values. I, I still have my family. I still keep God first. Um, I feel like that won't change, man. I, I've always been really connected to what I believe um, and have, you know, grown up what my upbringing was. So, I would like to think that that wouldn't change. And I would hope that other people would hold me accountable to that. Yeah. And and that's what it is. Um, whenever you do things like what we do, I, I put out a weekly product that's open to all the ears of the world and you do the same thing with your music. And it's like, you, once you put yourself out there, it's there for the scrutiny or the criticism or whatever it is. But yeah. as long as you have uh, confidence in yourself and wh- what you are doing and whatnot, I believe you're going to be all right, my man. 
Man, thank you so much. And I'll definitely check in with you two to five years and let you know what's going on. <laughs> oh, please do. I'll be like, because you, you could be my platform. You could be like, hey, man, I heard that dude on Rob show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before you go, man, let everybody know where they can find you on social media. If you got any like dates or where you're going to be popping up anywhere or whatever, just let everybody know that right now. Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I got to thank you for even having me on here. This has been a dope conversation and just letting you know that we're going to have to do this again because oh. this has been great. Um, to everybody else, uh, once again, my name is Josiah Williams. Um, you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, everything um, at J Dean, D-E-A-N Williams. You can also follow Wrestle and Flow on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and on YouTube. Yeah, and I, I really hope if you're listening right now that you would do that because it's cool, especially if you like professional wrestling. It's double cool. So <laughs> <laughs> that's right, absolutely. Yeah, but um, once again, man, the, the door is always open for you to come back. Uh, you've been a guest once of the show, and like I said, if you got something to promote, plug, or you just want to, you know. Just jibber jabber. <laughs> you can come here and do that. Perfect, man. I appreciate the platform. Thank you so, so, so much. Right. And that was Josiah Williams, everybody. Um, and it, it just goes back to what I've been saying uh, over the past couple of episodes, man. Just pursue it. If you have it in your mind and in your heart or whatever it is, pursue it. You know, just do the things that you want to do. Or I've been thinking about doing that way, you know, if it doesn't turn out to be what you envisioned it to be, at least you'll know or you can find a way to tweak it and make it your own. You know, don't never give up on it because you, you may fail because fail failure is uh, one step closer to success or some shit or however it goes. Oops. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. Random. I was random randomly rambling again and um this here we are we have a uh, josiah with us on this edition of the random ramblings with rob and in the episode previous we had sir john lee two incredibly <laughs> two incredibly talented individuals who share a similar path you know if you heard uh previous episodes with uh sir john lee on here to where you talk about his um his upbringing as a child and how he came into music because of his family and, you know, his religion and whatnot. And it's kind of the same here with Josiah. So I'm putting it out there into the universe. They know about each other. I want these two to find each other and make some beautiful music. And I know that was kind of like a metaphor for nasty things, but it was not. <laughs> so, yeah, and as I record this, um, it's on a Sunday, the day that it's supposed to be dropping. But uh, yesterday was Sir John Lee's birthday. So look at all this. It all just kind of comes together in a circle of life. No, no, no way. And it moves us all. See, that's going to be on my album. I'm, I'm going to drop a mixtape here pretty soon. <laughs> but look both of them gentlemen up. Look up uh, Josiah Williams on... Um, Whatever platform you use to download your music, you can find his albums. Um, look him up on YouTube. You can find his uh, videos and his uh, wrestling renditions of um, wrestling. F I don't even know what I'm saying. His renditions of popular wrestlers theme songs. I'm all over the place, man, because I'm trying to crunch and rush and get all this stuff put together so it can be out and whatnot. And then the Royal Rumble tonight. I'm excited about that. Then I got to drive across planet Houston to go visit family then float on back over to this side of the planet to be back in time and whatnot. And my wife was mad at me. She made me pancakes and I was up here recording wrestling this trash and she was calling my name, but I couldn't hear because I had my headphones on. Then she came upstairs and said some stuff to me and I still had my headphones on. And I was just trying to read her lips and I didn't hear shit she said. And then I thought I was coming and then an hour later. Uh, 30, 45 minutes later, um, I came down and ate some delicious pancakes by myself in the kitchen. <laughs> but it is what it is. Um, let me get this thing out there. Follow Josiah Williams, Wrestling Flow on Instagram. Look up stuff on YouTube. And 
I have nothing but good things to say about this dude. I hope he succeeds in all the things that he wants to achieve in life. Uh, he only, uh, he's a young man, so he shouldn't be rushing to make no babies or whatnot because he ain't got nothing now. So <laughs> I ain't trying to put that jinx on him. Let me knock on wood. I'm not saying that babies are a jinx or whatever, but I want him to have his family set up for success before he decides to add any additions to it. You see what I'm saying? You know, but anyway, you can follow me on Twitter at it's B Rob. That's I T S B R O B. If you want to talk professional wrestling and any other general shenanigans, that's the place you do it. Um, you can also follow the show on Twitter at three R show. Um, I also host a plethora of other shows for your entertainment. Um, the real Robinsons, which I co-host with my wife, Mrs. B Rob which we didn't have an episode this past Wednesday as this comes out because life and things. So we'll try to get you another fresh episode this up and coming Wednesday. And then tomorrow on Monday, a new episode of Wrestling is Trash will drop for your listening and enjoyment. We do a brief overview of uh, NXT TakeOver Phoenix and we give our haphazard predictions for the Royal Rumble, which is tonight, which you know, you hear how wrong we were because the wrestling is trash episode won't come out until Monday. And you can go to randomrobcast.com and you can find many different ways to help support the show. You can um, buy merch from We Have Merch. The links for that is on randomrobcast.com. You can be a patron for as little as a dollar. Links are on randomrobcast.com. You can hit up the sponsors, Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Links to that are on randomrobcast.com and if you use the promo code 3rshow you get 10% off your order $6 or more so check all those things out big shout outs to Josiah for being on the show I really appreciate him giving me his time his insights into his world of music and everything else and I hope to get him on wrestling is trash one day put that out into the universe we had a little conversation off air about it he said he would so look forward to that. I'm, I'm interested to see what his uh, topics for the promo in the bank is going to be. <laughs> but anyway, with that being said, uh, this has been the Random Ramblings with Rob podcast, and I'll see you next time.